0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As we edge towards the next set of post-split fixtures Callum McGregor is expecting a Celtic reaction to last week's defeat As they return for a first home game as champions Rangers are linked with LA midfielder Jose Cifuentes An advantage Airdrie in the championship playoffs against Hamilton With Partick Air to come tomorrow I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight you have Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson it's the time of the season where transfer speculation is rife for the teams whose season is done and dusted. However, there's still plenty to play for for the teams scrapping against relegation and also those teams looking to come up via the playoffs. Plenty of exciting football, plenty of playoff football to come over the weekend. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I agree with Mark. I think there's still a lot of excitement about the Scottish game. Obviously, tomorrow night, massive game at Firhill Partick and Mole Club Air United. And then the weekend, a lot of important games, uh, especially down bottom six. Aberdeen, great opportunity early at 12.30 kickoff at Tynecastle to cement third place. So, looking forward to a nice weekend. I'm on down then, 01419511025. What have you got for us tonight? It really is up to you. It's a bit of a blank slate again. I don't think it's been the busiest day in Scottish football in terms of big, hard hitting, breaking news. However, uh, there is certainly more than enough. To keep us going So get your thoughts over to Gordon Dale and Mark Wilson On that number Or on Twitter Over there at Clyde SSB We're going to hear from Celtic captain Callum McGregor Expecting somewhat of a reaction To last weekend's defeat against Rangers Albeit the title is already in the bag So maybe we should look forward Celtic fans What are you expecting? What are you hoping for between now And the end of the season? Because we spent the last few days saying Oh, maybe the, the strength and depth in certain areas hasn't worked But you as well just sticking with that until the end of the season Do you want to see more of Burnaby, more of O, more of Kobayashi Is that the only way that you're really going to learn properly? What are you expecting, what are you hoping for between now and the end of the season? The points record can't be reached Unless my arithmetic is off But I'm pretty sure the points record can't be reached So what is it? What are you trying to achieve? What are you trying to do? What are you trying to see? What are you trying to learn between now and and the end of the season Rangers you of course started this process already really didn't you By changing things up a bit And linked today with LA midfielder Jose Cifuentes Is that one that you've been doing your research on? Have you been doing the old YouTube, Wikipedia <laughs> Reliable source search to find out bits and pieces Is that an area you think you want to see prioritised by Michael Beale in the summer? Pick up the phone and let us know 01419511025 Let's do it You can tweet us as always Playoffs if you've got them on your mind I think it was last night's Beat the Pundit contestant That was on the way uh, To the Airdrie Hamilton game So you never know if you were there He wasn't know. a fan Of either You believe that? Just a football fan Just a football Just fan I like that Kind of yep. like yourself I like that Spur of so, the moment What will I do tonight? Boom, over yep. much again. <laughs> and wouldn't be the pundit on the way. Wouldn't be the pundit. That's a fantastic night. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It is indeed. So if you want to talk playoffs, you can. Getting a bit interesting down at the bottom. I mean, well, it's been interesting for a while, but Kelly St Johnston this weekend. Look, it's not a war of words. It's not a spat as much as our newspaper colleagues would like to have you believe. Um, but, you know, Steve McLean saying that, you know, they'll fancies them to stay up and Derek McInnes warning them that you know these things aren't guaranteed Good. that'll be an interesting one we'll play those comments a bit later on going to be some weekend at the bottom isn't it 
Yeah, I think there's so many important games. Um, Kelly St Johnston, that is a, a cracker. I think Kelly will will stay there. Um, I, I think they'll be okay because maybe wrong here on Saturday at five o'clock, but I think their home record this season is the one that will save them. I think Dundee United going to Livy now. Everybody thinks that Livy have put the the tools away. They're looking forward to their holidays with past results. But it's always difficult going there, and especially if you need a result. Dundee United coming off a, what, two defeats, struggling at the bottom of the league. That's a pressure game. I just think there's, and obviously Mother will bang in for them against a Ross County team that you never know what you're getting. Yeah, I mean, Mark, think it's all going to kick off this weekend with Hearts Aberdeen as well. You, you could yeah. be looking at a result which pretty much secures third for Aberdeen. Or it's going to be game on if it goes the other way Well that's a huge game in itself Because it's all boiled down to this You know, you look at both sides this season Hearts and Aberdeen We always chat about budgets and how far they are Probably ahead of everybody else But two of them have made a mess of it at crucial times this season Aberdeen were, were going great at one point before Christmas Sitting third Then they blow up under Jim Gooden And it all goes wrong for them Hearts capitalise on that And get themselves in front Beating Aberdeen 5-0 in the process and then all of a sudden it swings Barry Robson takes over A brilliant run Has put them in the driving seat Robin Nielsen exits And then they're miles behind But they've got it closer And close enough If they get a result Then it certainly makes it interesting Coming into the last few games of the season And we all know what that does for your budget If you're guaranteed European football It brings a huge amount to your club And it allows each respective manager mm. To then start planning ahead of bringing better players in next season Come on then 01419511025 Let's kick off by hearing from Callum McGregor So it's maybe one that you Celtic fans will want to want to get involved in What are you hoping for? What do you want to learn? What do you want to see Between now and the end of the season? What is the priority? The points Record cannot be reached Do you want to Experiment a bit more With some of those fringe players That came in at the weekend? Is there any point In, in ripping it all up And Going full strength again this weekend When the title's in the bag You tell us Callum McGregor says the team will bounce back After a week of positivity around the place I think it always has to hurt You know, once you get a slapper in the face Then it's you have to show reaction You have to show personal pride You have to show pride in the, in the club and the group I think with this group of players You can see how much it means to them So that's been positive it's a case of dusting myself down Training's been good If you start to let these things fester Then, you know, you're in a bit of trouble So... I think at this point in the season, it's it's much more important for us to be to be looking at the positives. You know, we've got two trophies in the bag. We're playing for a third one. Indeed, quite a few positives. Jerry's a Celtic fan on the line. What 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 do you want to see achieved? I mean, apart from the Scottish Cup, Jerry, that that goes without saying. Can I mean in the remaining league games? What do you want to see? Uh, hi, Gordon. Yeah, I, I'm just back from uh, a week's holiday in Tenerife there, and I, I got to listen. I know first holiday since COVID, so I don't have quite as good a tan as Kenny Miller, but I'm getting there. But, um, <laughs> no one does. You know, no, no, but the thing is, I mean, I, I listened to the, the league win and that was great. And then the following weekend, we obviously lost uh, on Sunday. And it turns out we lost the Bragging Rights Cup. I, I don't know how we're going to recover from that, but we'll just have to, we'll just have to make do with a treble. But um, I, think, uh, I think we're going to see a reaction, Gordon. Look, it was a poor performance. I didn't see the game. Um, luckily, if I couldn't find one of the Irish pubs in time, so I didn't know much point in doing that. But you'll see a reaction on uh, Saturday. I think you're going to look at players like Kyogo come back in. Greg Taylor's a massively important player for us. Maybe Aaron Moy will come back in. We've got a massive cup final to look forward to now. Um, very interested to see Dermot Desmond in town. A lot of speculation. Maybe that's a long-term contract for Ange. Uh, hopefully that would maybe be announced just before the cup final. That would give everyone at Celtic a real massive boost. 
But you're going to see a reaction in these next few games. It was a disappointing performance. We put it to bed. We move on. Ange has lost, I think, only two games against Rangers in his entire time here. Uh, his win record is massively impressive. Uh, he'll recover from that, no problem. Trevor will be in the bag, in my opinion, and uh, we'll just take it from there, really. Do you agree with that, Mark, in the sense that well, Kobayashi presumably stays in because Carter Vickers' season is over? Do you bring Greg Taylor back? Do you bring Kyogo back? Is is that the O and Burnaby in from the start experiment over? And if so, why? Because these games are not meaningless. We know no, none of them are meaningless. Celtic have won the title. Why yeah. would you not give them a bit longer? Yeah, I, I really don't see the merit in bringing Taylor in and Kyogo back in. Every Celtic fan knows what they can do. The Celtic manager knows what they can do. There is a bigger game on the horizon, which is the Scottish Cup final, to, to complete the treble. And they will play in that game But I think this time's valuable For for the Celtic manager And valuable for the, the players that are on The fringes of, of the first team So O, Kobayashi, Burnaby Haksabanovic who's been in and out I think even young Ben Summers Maybe getting some game time Awata, Turnbull Where's his future going to be Maybe Vata who's been in and out I think for those players This period's great for them Celtic, the pressure is off Ange Postacoglu's got to learn what these guys can do in a first team environment playing from the start not just contributing when the game's done and dusted so he may well bring Taylor and the rest in but I think he'd be better served giving these guys more game time Jerry, can you see that side of it? Well, yeah I mean I, I'll probably be missing to the Gordon I don't believe he'll bring Taylor and Kilgore right back for, for Saturday I just think with the cup final in mind those guys will definitely play. Look, the thing, the thing you have to remember, the thing about O, for example, um, he gets signed in January. And Odson Edward, when we signed him, if you remember, we brought him in August uh, 2017, I think. For the first half of that season, he only got like two or three goals. It wasn't until six months later when he got that goal against the the, the, the 10-man game at Ibrox. And then he had two against the, the final game that we really started to see the best of him. Guys like O and Awata, um, they've been brought in, I think, for next season you'll see them start to develop and really make an impact next season, in my opinion. Maybe Burnaby as well. I'm not sure about Burnaby because Greg Taylor's been so good. It's not really a, a flight on Burnaby. Burnaby just hasn't been able to get in the team because Greg Taylor has been so good. Um, but you saw the impact Alistair Johnston has, and I think that's probably had a, a detrimental effect on Tony Ralston. Not to say he's been poor himself, but he just hasn't been able to have an impact because Johnston has been so good. So, look, I think, I think the... The squad is in a good position. Clearly, Ange will want to keep it improving. But there's really nothing to worry about, you know, after just one bad performance. I'm glad I missed kind of most of the media hype last week. Some of my mates were telling me about it was being a bit over the top. But for me, a one-off game, uh, you know, the the post-league victory game for Rangers, good on them. They get a wee bit of hype for that for a week. But normal service will resume from next season, in my opinion. May well be the case, Gordon. What 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 will Celtic be looking to achieve, learn, whatever word you want to use in the league? You know, between now and the end of the season, starting with St Mirren this weekend. Depends on his plans leading up to the Scottish Cup uh, final, Gordon. I think he'll have it in his head who plays and when they play fit. You know, you've got to take into consideration there could be Carlton Negley injuries. I'm with Mark. I don't see the point of. Uh, playing these players last Sunday and then just going right okay we'll wrap that up a couple of games um, you know he'll have his plan to bring in Greg Taylor and Kyogo obviously get them back into their, their match fit no match fitness but that wee bit of sharpness that wee bit of edge 
for the Scottish Cup final. So he's got plenty, plenty of time to play with. I would like to see them getting an opportunity again because I just don't think you can mm. judge players in just a one-off game. And it was a big game and all credit to Rangers. I thought they were excellent. So I've got a feeling he might just he might just tweak one or two things against it, man. Just, I suppose, Mark, you know, last week's the game against the toughest domestic opponent you'll face. If you're saying that a couple of the players were slightly below par or whatever or you know didn't have their, their finest game... Is is that is that enough to sort of rip that up? Would you yeah. try it again in a home game? And of course, because remember the the players were you're right they were flung in against your your closest opponents into a stadium without any fans behind them in a in a completely different environment than anybody's used to playing in, and some of them of course didn't handle it the best. Some of them were caught short and looked way short. That's not to say that they can't mm. handle it at home against St Mirren. I don't think it can go against you by starting these players again. You're only going to learn again. You're going to learn if they can handle bouncing back from a defeat like that and everything that comes with it in the week in between and the criticism uh, of your performance level. Ange Postecoglou will learn more about them again on Saturday if he starts them and sees how he handles how those players handle things from the off rather than giving them 15 minutes at the end. You know it's funny because Jerry mentions O and the. Th- the, the the sort of easy argument that we keep hearing is well he's not as good as Jackamakis is in terms of you know being an understudy to Kyogo or maybe even challenging Kyogo but Jackamakis didn't start fast either I, f- far from it yeah I wouldn't be concerned about the young lad um, could be a different ball game we could have been sitting here saying what a terrific finish uh, last Sunday he hits the post he's got plenty of time in his hands um, the manager will know how to use him uh, he's been making an impact from the bench. He's different from Kyogo. So he's got to learn the Scottish game as well. He's got to learn his teammates and his teammates have got to learn how he plays because I remember Postacoglu not that long ago talking about we've still got to find Kyogo with his runs because we're not quick enough because we've not got that um, you know combinations going with the midfield players and whatever. And you look at what he's done this season. He's been absolutely brilliant. So always the same. I think you've got to give... Players a bit of time We're too quick to judge I think you'll see the best duo Probably next season Yeah I mean we touched on it earlier <laughs> the, the level of success That the Celtic manager got From his, his first couple of signings Has made it extremely difficult For the other ones That came in After that window So I know Jota and Carter Vickers Were signed after loan periods um, But obviously Kyogo Maeda, Hatati, when they came in, everyone went, wow, this guy can't get anything wrong with his signings, forgetting that normality is that players take a wee bit of time to settle. I think O is in that category. Of course, Alistair Johnson did the exact same as the other ones. So he's been he's been great at identifying players who can come in and affect the team right away. But that's not for everyone. Some people take time to develop, especially the younger players like O. Jerry, does that cup final round the corner? Is is that maybe what can give these players the the edge? And this like this is a compliment. This is a nice scenario that Celtic are in, where they've done it, they've they've wrapped it up. And then last week was a bit different because it's the derby and it's all the bragging rights and all the edge that goes along with that. If there was any chance, and Ange Postecoglou doesn't strike you as the type, but if there was any chance of a foot coming off the gas anywhere, is it the cup final that that provides that motivation? Yeah, absolutely. Good. I always been a bit. Flipping and saying, oh, we'll definitely walk. I do, I am confident we'll win, but you can never take anything for granted. But that's what's good about Ange Postecoglou with this squad of players. 
he will never take in. He will not allow them to take the foot off the gas, even if there's a, a hint of a complacency, thinking, oh, we've only got to play Inverness, who's going to be off the boil, who's not played for a month. He will not allow that, and he will make sure that those players are 100% focused. So that gives me confidence for the cup final. But um, just having that sort of mentality is so important, uh, heading in, not just to the cup final, but any game really. Uh, with this manager He's just got it He's got it uh, in abundance I do just wonder Mark the, the the other side of it And I appreciate Winning the league Is the biggest statement You can make right? So Celtic have done that already I just wonder If there's any temptation There for him To, to go really strong And just sort of Prove that last week Was just this sort of One off Or maybe he's got faith That that happens with With these guys anyway But you yeah. just wonder What the You never know With the Celtic manager The mood he's in Um because we've seen times in the past Cup games in the past Where easier opposition We think oh he'll rotate There's big Champions League games coming up And he goes full tilt So you never know But just come back to To, to pick the game at Ibrox To try a few things out in his words And try a few different people out To then scrap it after 90 minutes You wonder mm. what was the point then Thank you to Jerry. Will whatever happens, Celtic will be returning to Celtic Park as champions for the first time on the pitch, certainly. I know they had celebrations outside afterwards, but Callum McGregor is looking forward to that. It's been a few weeks since we've been there. Great to go back as champions. I think that was the, the mantra when we when we left the place um, after the Motherwell game was, you know, the next time we get back to our stadium can we be champions and, and the objective has been completed so that's great you know a, a great lift for the players to get back in front of the home supporters and, and vice versa you know great for the supporters to, to see the team back after being successful and like you say winning the league again Right what do you think are you agreeing or disagreeing with what you've heard give us a call 01419511025 and Rangers fans it's good old transfer speculation season Jose Cifuentes is that one that you've looked into is that an area of the pitch you think you could be Looking for is it a signing you'd expect to happen? All the usual questions at this stage. Get them in and we'll speak to you next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. It's 0141-951-1025. So please give us a call. It's almost like a plea from me to you. On a Thursday night Because the more you call in The less I have to listen to these two So you're doing me a service It would be much appreciated Give us a call And let us know what you're thinking Before the break We were discussing Celtic And what the What the sort of aims Objectives Learning processes might be Between now and the end of the season In the league Because that points uh, Record is gone Mark Again that's not the end of the world We're talking I don't want this to come across Like oh poor old Celtic Are only on 95 points at the moment But it's just you know It was something that was mentioned In the, the last couple of weeks yeah. And obviously The aftermath of the Rangers game I think was more about The match itself And where those teams are And maybe the fact that the points Record has slipped away Has um, gone under the radar a bit Will people care? Probably not But it's just one of those things uh, oh, Listen At the start of the season of course nobody would even bat an eyelid at that But when you get within touching distance And you look back at your season You're sitting at 95 points With the, the potential to go and break something That's been great for years Then of course you want to go and achieve it I think the Celtic manager would have been disappointed That that's been taken away All managers have got egos And when Ange Postacoglu's built this team And all credit's coming his way Year upon year, tournament upon tournament Of course he wants to win it all and won it in the best mm. 
style he could possibly do that'll that'll be smashing points I mean, barriers they, they still can get to 104 Gordon which wouldn't mm-hmm. exactly be it's two points less than the best so it's behave <laughs> it's not good enough yeah it's, and lost only two games um they've not well have they lost 28 goals against as well so far so far yeah they've been absolutely fantastic I take on board what Mark's saying um definitely you want to you're greedy as a manager you're greedy as a player you want all the all the, the records you possibly can but if you'd have said to Celtic you're playing Inverness on the 3rd of June for a treble I think they'd be over a moon and as Postacoglu said the goals record was one he liked because that's why you go to football wasn't yeah. it to see goals so they're already at the 1-5 yeah. so that's going to be uh, certainly improved upon you would imagine and by the way in case you're one th- this is just what happens when you've got a title race that's wrapped up early you've, you've only got these small talking points <laughs> to go on at the top but luckily down the division in the European places the relegation battle the playoffs there is a lot of excitement left there so fear not Paul is a Celtic fan Paul what, what are you thinking what are you hoping to take away from the remaining league games starting this weekend hey, Hi Gordon Hi guys uh, I'm hoping that the uh, the guys that come in that were playing on Saturday and didn't have an impact I'm hoping if they get another chance that they might now make an impact but I don't know if some of them have actually uh, have kind of had it I don't know uh, Anne's didn't sound too positive about uh, a few of them that come in uh, now, the squad players and this is the same in every squad but I think the, the way that you continually improve your squad is by bringing guys in that you hope to be first team players to push. But there is a crop of Celtic players now uh, that I think possibly will get shifted out the door. Uh, now, I'm not overly worried. I think this is normal. At the last last night, I heard a few saying that after the, the weekend, uh, Celtic, all the Celtic supporters are feeling really flat. And we're really flat. I mean, talk about dramatic. We're on the verge of a treble. Uh, we were supposed to be out the game last season almost, the the, the, the rebuilding job. Uh, but I think we're by far feeling flat. I wouldn't, I wouldn't argue about that too much. It was a Hugh Evans turn of phrase. I don't think it was one that we have to necessarily psychoanalyse between now and the end of the show. But Paul's greater point, Mark, about the. Fringe players heading into next season Well it's important Look if I was going along to Celtic Park this Saturday um, Who would I prefer to see? Now I know people would be going Well these answer You want to see the big stars You want to see Kyogo And you want to see Tatina But I've learned everything I would need to know I would probably get more satisfaction Out of seeing the guys That started the game at the weekend Again I would I would probably get more satisfaction Out of seeing some of the young boys Like Summers or Vata come on and play really well and give me optimism for the future. Rather see O scoring a, a couple of goals rather than Kyogo or Maeda again. Um and I, I would learn a lot more about I'd rather see Iwata go in there and be really controlling in the middle of the park. So to say, well next year, if these guys are off the boil, if Atati has a an off spell, if O'Reilly has Niata, if if Kyogo's injured by the way, the game against St Mirren last year, remember when O stepped up and took his chance and he looked really strong, really powerful and a good goals. That's what I'd rather see. I wonder if the Celtic manager thinks the same way. I don't know. I suppose because if we're in the business of quoting Hugh Evans in the, the city mm. where every draws a disaster and a defeat's a catastrophe or whatever, you just don't get many 
of those days where the pressure isn't quite as intensified now yes Celtic go into every game big favourites really or the, the vast majority of them so there should still really be scope in there to use your fringe players who are probably worth millions in our international football yeah but only by wrapping up a league this early like we said it's a nice position to be in you don't you just don't often get that that breathing space do you yeah, but the, the one thing we're forgetting, uh, the Celtic manager will give St Mirren every respect possible cause, and they deserve it because they've been excellent this season and they're a good side, St Mirren. But I'm with Mark here. Uh, if, I'm, if I'm sitting there, I want to see a bit more of the fringe players because there are big decisions that got to be made. Um, I don't think you can just throw players into the odd game and then make your, your mind up. We've seen it time and time again. Some players hit the ground running and they're brilliant. And Celtic, I've got a good record there. Some other players take time to blend into the game, the Scottish game, blend into the club, the the, the pressures all being at a club. You know, St Mirren, Celtic probably be still 60,000 Celtic Park. It's a lot for a young lad going out there trying to prove yourself and saying to yourself, maybe this is just one game I've got a chance to prove myself. I'm sure a manager's saying, look, yeah, I was disappointed on Sunday, one or two of them didn't take their chance. But, you know, I think you'll be encouraging them. Look, you've got to get an opportunity. Look at, for instance, Bill with, with McCrory. He's given him an opportunity at the end of the mm. season. I think that's the best way to go and handle it. The problem with Celtic is he's still got to have that fine balance to get everybody just peeking right for the third By the way, I wonder even the goalkeeping position. You know, Joe Hart's played every, every minute of every league game this season. What else are you going to learn from Joe Hart? Do you wonder if that changes though because it's not Seagrass that's behind them at the moment, is yeah, it? Yeah, you know, you yeah, think possibly you know, Scott Bain's been there, and but like that might happen next year. I know Scott Bain's been there, and everybody's had a good look at Scott Bain, but uh, you know, what's the harm in in, in trying someone else uh, in the back mm-hmm. line? So be surprised if it goes full tilt with it. And I think these guys deserve it. They've played their part this season. And I know what it's like being a squad player, a Celtic. You, you That's play why a bit you part. feel so strongly about this, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel give sorry the, for them. Give, give the squad <laughs> players a chance. Uh, are uh, 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 we at the stage where we need to start counting who needs an appearance for a for league the medal? medal. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. By the <laughs> way, the players have been doing that. Oh, oh, yes. Used to do that with cars in my day. It's not changed a bit now, no? I'm no, not sure you need to tell me. Do not get like extras? Have I not got vision? Why no. can I? Not, I feel like I can remember Marvin Comper getting a medal over his head. And he, ah, but they're not the real ones. Chocolate ones. They're, so them. the ones you get on trophy day, right. the gold ones. So those no. are right. Okay, so they're symbolic. You, right, you get the okay. the one in the. They're the chocolate one. You eat them. You get the one in the holder. You get inside. Ah, so that's a different delivery. So you still need the appearances from ah, the special medal. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you yeah. learn something new every day. Um, Paul, of the guys that have come in for a bit of criticism since the game last week, who are the ones that you've, you know, sort of still got faith in and think is worth at least seeing a bit more of this season? I think. Uh, I think Bago needs a, a, lot, a bit more time. He needs a lot more time. Runs. He's just a just a young guy. Uh, didn't get a lot of service on Saturday, uh, and you know he was unlucky. The way he took the goal was really the way he took his chance was really good, but he hurt the post, and that goes in. It kind of the game changes, and they, they missed another two sitters as well. But uh, the guys that I'm thinking haven't took their chance are Haksabanovic. He's probably the the main the main guy that's not took his chance. He's had a few starts and every time he's had a start he's he's never done anything. Uh, I think some of the 
the the guys say uh, I think I watch and stuff as well. I, I, you need to give them a wee bit more time, but uh, Celtic have got a lot of players, you know, uh, like guys like uh, Turnbull, and, and I just feel that I don't know that I, it must be hard for them sitting watching it, uh, and I don't think uh, and just really went for sentiment. So I think that I think there'll be a few moving. I hope there is a few moving because to keep it fresh, you need to bring in fresh blood. Uh, you need to keep you need to keep pushing and Joe Hart uh, I like Joe Hart I think he's more than a goalie I think he's like another captain and I think he was quite important in bringing him in as a bit of stature for some of the other guys coming to the club but I think they, uh, I think they need to look Joe, he's not getting any younger uh, and as Mark said I'd like to see Seagrest he was a, he was a good goalie at Dundee United uh, Scott Bain seems as if he's just happy to be there that this is he'll, he'll beat Celtic as long as uh, he can mm. be but his figures were very good but uh, my, my main disappointment is Hagsabanovic it's an interesting one actually because he has had a chance he's had way more of a chance than O or, or Burnaby and they're clearly a talent there Mark you wonder is, is he one that's really grabbed the, the starts in games when, when they've come along I don't think he has I'm, I'm with Paul on this one Um and I think his lack of starts tells you that as well. Now, no Ange Postecoglou I mean, favours. He even started one of the Champions League group stage games, didn't he? He did. Um, Postecoglou favours Jota and Maeda, and if not those two, Abada. But Haksabanovic seems to be down the pecking order, and he only seems to play a part from about thirty minutes to go. And he scored. What's he scored? Maybe four or five goals, and some of them catch the eye. I think he, he he should have done a lot more. Do you know what will catch the eye? Have you seen him on Twitter? Is it? And by the way, I, I assume this is real. It just sort of skipped over it earlier on. He appears to have gone and got some sort of like diamond teeth made. Oh, that's probably a really bad description. They're not, they're not actual teeth. A diamond grill, if you like. A gum shield. Sort of. No, you, no, but more of like a fashion accessory. <laughs> that doesn't sound very fashionable. Yeah, I think you should get it. Unless is honest, it, unless is it's it like top and bottom? I've just both. I've just searched it on oh, Twitter. Hold on, <laughs> he's been up uh, Swarovski at the fort. <laughs> I think you've. <laughs> that's a random. I think you've that. got that in your locker. <laughs> no, that's that. not him, is it? Yeah, I mean, it appears to be. Yeah, I can see. Um, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's on his Instagram apparently. It? Yeah, it's, oh, on, it's on his Instagram. He's a brave man to sport that. I mean, <laughs> sure. that that shows you the difference between him and Hatati. Hatati's got the big. Blue no, 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 I still think you're misinterpreting this. No, 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 no. But that will be some sort of safety measure for Hitati. Yeah. But th- this is a this is a fashion statement. Well, if they're if they're diamonds and like hard on diamonds. You go to your bed like that. That's where he's he's got his bed. I mean they're removable, obviously. I like them. So that uh, <laughs> I like so them. Uh, yeah, I think I, to match I, his outfit, presumably. Oh, that's ridiculous. I think there's any dentists I, out I, there? Do you think we could get Gordon Deal fitted for a set of this? I like, would. Do you know? So I'm not even kidding on. I'd go for it. I, I like that. Shut up. Oh, Make a difference for the yellow ones you've got. <laughs> <just now. laughs> I don't say that to you. <laughs> oh. Anyway, what about him as a player? Let's forget his mouthwear uh, choices. I, I know what the boys are saying, and it's very hard to disagree. Um, I like him I think he's a very talented player I think that uh, for him I don't think he he likes this sort of a bench player and then coming on 
I was looking forward to seeing him against Hearts. He got an opportunity to time Castle against Hearts, and it's probably the poorest I've seen him play. Um, but where, I, where is his best position, though? That's that's what I I couldn't tell you. Is he an out and out wide player who goes past people with pace? No. Is he a a behind the striker number ten? Well, I don't know he's, he's, if he is. Nah, he, can, he always tries to come in off that left, doesn't he? Though, and get shots away. But he's. I think on his game, Mark, he's a handful. I, th- I quite like him, but he just doesn't get enough game time. And the problem is, he's not alone. I'll I'll give you I'll give you a player just now, and you'll probably say, "Well, he's not done a lot since he came on." Blah blah. And I think he's a brilliant mm. talent, Turnbull. He's not done a lot since he came on, and blah blah. Right, uh, it's the same situation because he's not getting an opportunity because of the talent in front of him. Hagsabanovich is the same because you've rhymed them off. Of course, in the big games, Jota, uh, Maeda, uh, Abada, um, all of a sudden they're there in front of him. So when you're not getting that game time constantly, you're not telling me it's not that switch. Mm. You just can't come on and go right bang. You've yeah, but got it's just hard, doesn't it? How, how do you then take your opportunity? That's that's a big question. That's a problem. And he's now getting judged with uh, Lexi Paul and it's very and Mark and it's very hard to say. No, mm. he's are wrong because he's done he well. Just like he his hasn't. Teeth. I mm. love his teeth. Thank I, I, you to he's, Paul. He's my player. Yeah, any my... dentists who want to get in touch oh, yeah, and offer please. their services for Gordon DL, uh, he will take it. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> desperate. He's getting me right for new nachos. Oh. It's a good time to get your call in, Rangers fans. What are you thinking about this potential new signing you've been linked with? We'll discuss it next, hopefully, with you. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here. 0141-951-1025. We need to battle through the busy phone lines though, with all the the dentists on, trying there. to offer you some uh, diamond implants. That'd be brilliant. I honestly, that'd be brilliant. Love it. I feel like this show is pretty much like a helpline for you because I, I, I forgot to mention to you, you know the other night you were whinging about your sore foot yeah. because you inappropriately came to your work wearing your slippers. Yeah. Um, we genuinely were getting chiropodists on the phone, oh, Gordon. phoning in to try and help him. I'm an agony. Well, I wish he would hurry up because he's turned up today. I'm an <laughs> with one normal shoe on and one flip flop. And, and the flip flop, Gordon. I said to him when he came in, it's in the worst yeah. nick Tolerance. ever the flip flop. There's Tolerance. every stain you can imagine can't on that flip flop. That's a him. fake crocodile on the no, side of that. No, no, that's, that's, that's a real nah, one. What if you spilt on the flip flop? Listen, that's why I've only what got one because I, I walked by a shop and I thought, no, how there's only one out. Oh, <laughs> you need to try them on. Yeah, I've <laughs> narrowed it down to the fracture of the fifth metatarsal, I think. All right, David Beckham. Yeah, it's the fifth one. I think. Though, I mean, I'm not a medical expert, but what is really bothering me... Well, your flip-flops are bothering me. Quite frankly, they're offensive, right? But see if you're going to do that. Wear them both, and then your legs will be like the same height. Mm. If you like, you've got one shoe and one flip-flop. As a man who's had a hip replacement, that strikes me as being reckless. No, no, because one leg's bigger than the other anyway with a hip operation. <laughs> So that just evens it up. Did what? they not even up when they did no, it for you? No, no. You get one leg yeah, bigger than the other. Yeah, because when you I've do that, they, ha- they hammer the new uh, hip in. They right. don't measure you. It's not that suit, mate. You're not going for a suit. How you much? Just hammer bigger? it in. I don't know, but I went to get measured and I've got one leg. So that's, why don't you do that's that? That's why every I can get round a corner. Why quick. don't you wear odd, <laughs> Why don't you wear odd shoes every day? Um, I do. I've got. A, a I heel. do not. 
A heel pad Sorry a heel pad And my other one <laughs> To, 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 to well, the league's been one <laughs> We're talking about your heel pad What kind of heel pad you got? Oh, big ones Curious Creatures has been inspired To write you some poetry oh, actually. No. He said Hold on This is Talk amongst yourselves whilst I check if this is okay to be this read out on a family oh, show. Nah, I think it's all bone. good. When Daz went to the dentist, he had a strange request. He asked them for a haxa to put them to the test. He asked them for a diamond as he sat down in the chair, but Daz was soon to find out dentists don't put diamonds there. <laughs> I like that. He's good. He's good. Yes, he is. Anyway, yeah. um, back on Planet Scottish Football Rangers fans. You might want to get involved Please do give us a call And I'll be honest I, I don't expect you to be necessarily Clued up to an expert level on, on Jose Cifuentes But he is the latest name Mark Wilson to be linked with a move to Rangers He is an international for Ecuador He played at the World Cup 24 year old Currently playing for LAFC in the MLS His contract expires at the end of that season Which is December um, And now it seems to be more than rumour stage that the Rangers will um, look to complete that move. I think Toulouse are, are amongst the other clubs. I think English clubs have been mentioned in the past. Um, just interesting to see it's, if this is one that Rangers get done early. Well, interesting to see that they're willing to, to make the move. He's got six months less, but I believe when I was reading that, willing to pay that pay that up to get him here as soon as possible. And that's exactly what Michael Beale has to do. Like when you these players that you've never heard of before prop up, you look at them firstly where they're from, have they played international football, at what level have they played, and you just mentioned there part of an Ecuador side um, at the World Cup, so of some standard, of course, um, we just can't really judge because we've not seen much of them. But if you go to a World Cup and represent your nation, then it's got to be half decent. How important will it be for Rangers, Gordon? I, it can be a transfer window cliche and everybody tries to do it and there, there are often very valid reasons why you don't but you think, you know, I think Michael Beale said this before as well, hasn't he? But making a real conscious effort this year to just do it early. Yeah, 100%. 100%. I'd be surprised that if Rangers had let it go at the end of the season and it, it went on and on and on because it brings a bit of, you know, Supporters being anxious Who was signing We have to improve the squad Obviously he's got a big job to do Because there are players leaving The exit door as well So he's got to make sure You know How many's going out Who's not signing If they've offered new contracts I.e. Ryan Jack And people like that So it's massive But I think the Rangers manager's right Because if you do look at Postacoglu Who gets all the pats in the back For his transfer record is He does his job early He does his business early And it's successful And that's why I think Michael Beal He's right in the ball He's got his targets here And he's trying to get everybody in Well Michael Beal It'll be interesting We're always saying Who's going out Who's not signing these contracts But Michael Beal said a couple of weeks ago Did he not If you've not heard about A new contract being offered Then Take it that I They're leaving I think that was aimed specifically Or certainly more so In the case of Kenton Morelos I don't think it's going to be crazy to think That someone like Ryan Jack might still Hang around for next yeah, season I, So at the time I took that as Everyone that, Everyone I, don't, I know, I don't think I know so. we were, we, I don't were think so, we were chatting about Ken and Morelos uh, In the context of things back then But he didn't specify that Now I think Ryan Jack Will sign but the others who there's question marks about, then time is ticking. You know, if I was a player and I was coming yeah. out of contract, I'd be saying, I need to know. 
Well that would be the other thing Gordon You know I think Sort of described as a kind of box to box midfield type Which is mm. very vague Granted Does this add to Because we know The one area that's actually got a bit of certainty about it In terms of new signings Cantwell and Raskin have both come in They're both mm. midfielders They're almost certainly going to be there Next season So if we're talking about Jose Cifuentes Are we To Is that to replace Ryan Jack Is it an addition to Ryan Jack Is there an attempt there to sell John Lundstrom These are the these are the next sort of questions Well there's a question If you look at Lundstrom A question mark You're looking at Ryan Jack Not saying mm. a new contract Kamara Arfield Good point There's, there's four midfield players But then players. Two, of them are in, two of them are still under contract Yeah but you could you, Well Kamara's not playing football Right So he's not going to sit there And want to be a bit of a squad player And I think looking at the situation Michael Beale uh, at this moment in time Doesn't have him up there In the first two or three uh, So Kamara will be one to play So that might be a case of Saying right okay We'll move him on I think that The midfield will be um, You know A lot of them moved on And new faces As you quite rightly Says he's already got Cantwell in there Raskin This lad as well I think that There'll be a lot of movement In the transfer market for Rangers I don't think it's up Four or five I think it'll be a lot more than that uh, Again Mark Sometimes We are it's at a very early stage We're guessing and, and joining dots here But you know If you do manage to even move Glenn Kamara on for Even if it's a small fee That might be the small fee That covers this Maybe Yeah Fee to get This contract bought out Before the end of December So I suppose these are the types of Moving parts that you need to consider Well it's The, the wheeling and dealing That Bill has to do At this minute in time I, I, I mean Kamara is another one for me The Mismanagement Again I mean It wasn't that long ago People were chatting about Kamara, how he came for, was it 50 grand or something ridiculous like that? And he, he'd went to the Euros and all of a sudden it was going to be millions and millions of pounds. And then all of a sudden he was on the bench, all of a sudden he was at the squad. And now he's struggling to, to get any minutes at all. And we're talking about him going out for for minimum money. So another disappointment for, for Rangers in that respect. But I, I think Kamara's days at Rangers are... Are over Bill can shift them For any sort of money To subsidise a, a deal For Fuentes Then So be it It's it's the kind of Market he's got to To look to exploit And you know what It's it's pretty much official That he's signed Now because Bearing in mind the way These things play out These days See if you go onto His Twitter account He's liking lots of tweets From Rangers fans Telling no. him to come to the club So it's pretty much done How old yeah, is he going yeah, yeah. 24 is he, uh, have you been on his Instagram Has he followed Remember Rangers they used to talk about The scarf above the head picture yeah. Gone Nobody tweets cares now. about that It's now Have you liked tweets Or they follow the Rangers players Or something like so that So if you go onto his Twitter account And go to likes You can just see Welcome to Rangers See you soon Can't wait to see you Playing for us next season <laughs> I wait to see the, the comments now The Celtic <laughs> fans <laughs> You've mentioned that Please sign for Rangers Like this tweet if you're signing Tell me you're signing please Etc And he's just liking them all So he's either Sign he is it is happening or he's just loving the attention. Nah, it's happening. That's One of happening. the two. Do you yeah, think so? Yeah. A bit of both. I'd do a bit of both. Mm. Anyway, Rangers fans, what are you thinking about mm. the makeup of your midfield next season at this very early stage? Get your calls in, but before we do any of that Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun dot slash football.
Come on then, beat the pundit time We had a win for the listeners last night Always like it when we get up and running uh, It was a good win as well good, yeah. yeah, he was very night. good, very impressive so He let's, was surprised Let's see how we get on tonight 0141 951 1025 Your chance to beat the pundit is next And the lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 If you're just joining us Please feel free uh, to join in on the discussion Talking about what, what are Celtic looking for What they're going to try and, and learn and achieve Between now and the end of the season Because the title's in the bag It's a nice position to be in But then there was a lot said About some of the so-called fringe players playing Last weekend So what are you expecting Between now And the end of the season In the league Celtic fans As for you Rangers fans Jose Cifuentes Have you been Doing your research In terms of Someone who looks like They very much could become uh, A new signing In the near future Get your thoughts in there We've got midweek Playoff action uh, To look back on And look forward to If you so fancy Any Airdrie or Hamilton fans Who want to share Their experiences of last night Please do And we'll move on with this Before we do anything else the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football. A nine goal thriller last night. Five four. Simon Donnelly lost. Lost? Mm. Ooh, we said they'll not be And happy you'd have hated that. it because it was a car full four. Nah. But, no, no, listen. Ban them. Let me finish. The rest were hopeless. They stayed silent, and the guy who actually. Phoned in, he was just answering them all himself. Quick fire, mm, he was good. Was he? Yeah, they'll Nah, I'm not having that. The um, money bus on the Well, night. I hate to tell you, Daniel is on the line and he's not alone. Daniel, oh. how are you? Not too bad. How many have you got helping? Uh, nobody really. I've got my 10 year old daughter in the car with me. <laughs> I thought he was in a plane. <laughs> uh, listen, Daniel, she uh, there's every chance she will be better than Gordon DL, so I wouldn't well, worry about true. that you too much. Know. What's her name? Jasmine Brilliant Jasmine I hope you enjoy this We hope we get a sign ball Sent out to yeah. you At the expense of Mark Wilson or Gordon DL Heads it will be oh, Terrible joke Did you hear that? <laughs> I just ignored it I, just, <laughs> just, I was, just, I was dreadful I needed pathetic. to bring that up Heads it will be Mark Wilson Tails it's Gordon DL And it is Tails How's your form? Good is Very it? good Okay uh, I, I don't mind the two against me I right. think it's an even Keep it polite deal. remember Jasmine's two, in the car Yeah yeah All right. Two against me I'm quite happy with Behave that Behave yourself Jasmine. All the best guys Thank you Right let's give Gordon Some greatest hits radio To listen to Daniel 30 seconds Answer as many as you can And pass If you do not know The answer okay Alright Daniel I'm here Good man Right your time You ready to go Ready to go Good man Your time starts Now Who was the only Rangers player To miss a penalty In the Europa League final One year ago today Oh no Um Ramsey which current Brentford player has previously played for Kilmarnock and Celtic? No idea, Ivan Tony. In what year oh, did no. Aberdeen last play in the Scottish Cup final? A 20... Apart from Celtic and Rangers, which Scottish Premiership side have won the most away games this season? The Hearts. Name any SPFL side who play their home games in Dumfries and Galloway. Uh, Queen's Park. Okay, let's bring back Gordon DL. Are you ready? Yeah, you're in trouble. At, you're in trouble. He's laughing at something. I Ready? Don't right, go. Same set of questions to you, shall we? Right. <laughs> Who was the only Rangers player to miss a penalty in the Europa League final one year ago today? Uh, Arebo. <laughs> Which current oh, no, Brentford no, 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 player has previously played for Kilmarnock and Celtic? I didn't hear the question. Pass. 
In what year did Aberdeen last play in a Scottish Cup final? 2014 Apart from Celtic and Rangers Which Scottish Premiership side Have won the most away games This season Sundman Name any SPFL side To play their home games In Dumfries and Galloway Couldn't you say What was the score yeah. Did we start Did we start the question Aaron Ramsey What incredible. was the score The last time Scotland men's team Faced England uh, It was 0-0 Daniel What do you think Oh, I think I might have done them I'm not sure though oh, I don't ah, know. You, you need to give me that out. first question back I <laughs> can't believe that Are you okay? It was a year, what a fast year that's been That's not a year ago Ramsey. Anyway um, Yes Aaron Ramsey Was the I, only Rangers player To miss a penalty Daniel got it Oh, Surprise surprise One, What nil. was the second question Well just this is the it? thing You have to listen Instead of shouting out And whatever it was You were doing right. Which current Brentford player Has played for Celtic And Kilmarnock Oh, Ayer Exactly But you weren't listening So it was 1-0 still to Daniel Aberdeen last played in the Scottish Cup final In 2017 None mm-hmm. of you got it Still 1-0 Daniel Apart from Celtic and Rangers Which Scottish Premiership side Have won the most away games This season I'll give you a clue I'm going straight to five asides Which team's shirt am I wearing Right now in front of you St Mern's <laughs> Shocker you idea. Mother nice black and yellow away right. number. Can you not see it? Yeah, okay. Mother it is my mother well. Seven away from home. I've never got that, obviously. Um, he did not. Um, name any SPFL side to play their home games in Dumfries and Galloway. Daniel, I'm devastated for you. Oh, <laughs> he right. didn't get that wrong, did he? Because I know what you meant. <laughs> yes, what did he say? Queen's Park. Oh, Daniel. And I've got sympathy because they've played here, there, and everywhere, oh, but just not. Danny quite. boy. So we're leveling oh. one all. Oh. It ain't a classic. I've got it. And uh, nil nil the last time Scotland men's team faced England. Daniel got it? Daniel didn't get that. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Daniel, that does oh. not deserve to win. I am devastated oh, for you. Dos one. Hard Do- lines, hey, Daniel. Daniel. Hard lines. Three points, mate. Unlucky. No ball. Hard lines, Daniel. Fall in. Fall oh, in again. Thank you, anyway, guys. Good man. That was Daniel and Jasmine on the line. Jasmine, from yes. Russia. I love how you rub his nose in front of his daughter <laughs> on the line. Oh, I tell, I'll tell you what. I was under pressure. <laughs> Two there. one. That was. No, what makes it worse though for Daniel when Daniel says, "I think I've done him," and then Daniel <laughs> only gets one. Hey, the two of them in the car high five each other. <laughs> Give us five. A high one alone. Yeah, I've been already had plans for that ball. I would <laughs> take that to school. I would not be bragging. About that, if I was you, hey, hey. woeful. Are they a ball leaving the Absolutely studio? woeful. I can't. Aaron Ramsey. I know. And then I would have went on and got higher. So I, I would have comfortably put him away. I was Aaron only sparing his blushes there. Sure, he will scored the goal. I know he did. I, I get mixed up, Gordon. And it will do sometimes, but it's how you bounce back into it. It's all about bounce back ability <laughs> Is it not? Incredible. Bounce back ability right, Daniel I'm fed up with these two And you're still on the line What are you thinking about your team At the moment Going forward to next season? Well just really hoping that Kind of hoping that Jack signs on again And so far he's Raskin and Cantmill Have been two good signings So we'll just need to wait And see what he brings in Yeah it's interesting Because we're talking there About these rumours Or it seems more than that now About Jose Cifuentes Potentially signing For Ecuadorian International I don't expect you To be an expert Daniel Don't worry I'm not necessarily (laughs) Putting you on the spot But But you'd still like to see Ryan Jack stay in that area Of the pitch And obviously Raskin Cantwell They'll both still be there Is that Well Just let's hope The injuries aren't as bad As this year I think it's the injuries That have really Lose this year yeah, well, injuries were yeah. What do you make of John Lundstrom at the moment, Daniel? He's 
you know, he's not been as great as he has been like last year from the cup, the European European Cup run. The reason I asked Gordon is because mm. I think certainly if I had asked that question six weeks ago, yeah, I think the the impression I was getting is that the Rangers fans were done with him and just you know didn't didn't want to see him playing in big games or, or, or starting matches. I do just wonder if a couple of his more recent performances have maybe shown that that's not necessarily a lost cause. I think he's turned it around a little bit. Uh, I totally agree with you. Six eight weeks ago, I'd have been saying. Rangers would be better looking to move him on. Uh, I thought I thought he took a real dip in form, but I remember sitting watching the game Aberdeen at Petordre, and although Aberdeen won that, I thought Lundstrom played very well. And since then, uh, he's been on he's been on the game. I've got to say, and he's hit for him probably at the right time. So it's a a difficult one, um, but if you look at the players that Michael Beale's sort of a target now, that's. Three midfield players he's, he's brought in since January uh, You just wonder If one more comes in Then obviously somebody's got to make way I think Kamara will probably go I, I agree totally with Mark uh, Arfield as he come to the end of his career at, at Rangers uh, And I think Ryan Jack will stay But uh, Lundstrom's certainly One that's in the Rangers fans' minds And now I think a lot of them Have sort of a swayed back to Lundstrom In favour of him Because he's for him Early on was terrible See to be honest I think if Rangers are going to bridge a gap to Celtic They need better Lundstrom in there If Lundstrom was to stay I think the way Beals And I'm only taking this from his two signings Raskin and Cantwell I think he's shaping up his team to be more dynamic More mobile I think Lundstrom would turn into be a squad player Sometimes used it in the centre back position when needed as well Which you know that that serves a purpose. Of course, you need players like that in your squad. I don't think he would he would come into the the best starting eleven category next year for Michael Beale. Mm. Have you seen an upturn though in the last? Oh, yeah, oh without doubt. Ah, well, purely because his performances went so dramatically downhill. Daniel was just mentioned there on the run to Europe when he played that role, that vital role. You know, not asked to do too much, but just sit there, protect, and then of course he scores a goal, which makes him a hero. He was great, but he he, he has went off the boil, and so is a lot of his teammates. Um, but I I just feel that a lot of the Rangers fans recognised it early in the season, but on his back all throughout the season, he didn't quite recover until until the more important games were out the way, until the the league and the cups were all decided. Yes, his form has upturned, but it's a bit too late. For that in my opinion So if he does stay Which uh, of course He might I think he would be a, a squad player And I think Michael B Will go for better More mobile players In the middle of the park Again whilst we're at the, the Sort of outset stage And looking at the The, the generalities of Jose Cifuentes And know mm. where he comes from And the age And the, the, the profile um, Even just the market Is interesting Rangers maybe looking Trying trying to look far afield As well It feels like there is Quite often in recent times Been a, a reliance on the English market And then mm -hmm. that was one that was explored with Cantwell But then Raskin wasn't um, As there was you know Dowell from Norwich And Butland and some of the names It still felt like there was going to be a reliance on On that English market If Cifuentes was to materialise Then that would obviously be from elsewhere Yeah they're obviously doing their work uh, They've got people out there working Looking at players from all over the world Gordon, uh, The interesting thing for me is they're trying to get the younger players in now uh, Tie them up to longer contracts They're trying to get some assets And that's what they need 
Because let's not be kidded, you need players in that if you even buy them in for X, Y, or Z, or you get them in a the free, you've got to put some value onto them. Now, it's well highlighted that Rangers have missed the boat in a few um, mm. with Morelos, Kent. Kamara's the same. Kamara was a hot bit of property at one uh, time with Rangers playing very well. European uh, games, excellent. So he was attracting some attention. They'll not get anywhere near what they want for him. So they've got to rebuild that for me. And that's why you can't just look at the one market. You've got to be open-minded, get people out there, start spotting the talent, get them in, and you start, as Michael Beale was brought in to do, coach them into better players. And then again, Mark, it will be... This probably the, the intensity of these questions will depend on how well this player does, if and when he gets here. But you want... You know, is this something that... Were, were the ball... Was the ball rolling under Ross Wilson? Is this Michael Beale and Michael Beale only? Is this other people who are already at the club that, that are bridging that gap at the moment anyway? It's hard to tell because the lines are so blurred at the minute. Because there's been such dramatic change throughout the season, it is hard to tell where the recruitment lies. Has Michael Beale... Well, John Park's there, isn't he, at the club? And Yeah, but has Michael Beale put a line through everything that Ross Wilson suggested and went, no thank you, threw it in the bin, I'm taking over for here and I've had this list of players up my sleeve for a while and this is who I want? Or is he looking at that list and saying, okay, yeah, I agree with half a dozen of them on that list, let's make it happen. It's quite difficult to tell. But I think the, the clearer thing to tell is that Michael Beale... Is, is, is said that he's going to have the final say and, and he's got to The manager When he's trying to bridge that gap with Celtic He knows what he needs on the field Better than anybody Upstairs Scouting players Giving you stats of players At other teams and other leagues The manager alone Knows what he needs To catch a Celtic side So I think it's quite right That he gets the final say um, But we'll, we'll go back to it He needs the majority of them To start really quickly Really well and that buys them much more time with, with the Rangers fans in terms of signings. Not in terms of losing his job, but in terms of trust in his signings. Don't get me wrong, Gordon, it's probably a minor point. And it's actually only really comes into play when you're talking about signings that don't work. Mm-hmm. The ones that do, you're just happy that someone brought them. Not that bothered about who. Um, it's the ones that don't work that you end up looking to point a finger. Yeah, the ones that don't work, obviously the manager carries a can for that. Um, 100%. I just think because of this um, this conversation that everybody has now about this bridging the gap, the summer is so important for Michael Beale. Now, I think he'll bring in quite a few players. Will he get everyone correct? Absolute not. That doesn't happen. But he's got to get the biggest percentage of him hitting the ground running for next season. That's his, that's his job. That's why he was brought there. And I mentioned about the younger players that he's looking at round about that market. Now, it was well documented, he was brought in because of, you know, people questioned he's not been in management game for a while, but he's a brilliant coach. So that's his job. Bring them in, get them at the right age, get the right sort of player he wants, coach them and make them better. That's what he'll be judged on. Uh, 01419511025 is the number Michael dialed. He's a Celtic fan. What's your point tonight, Michael? I've actually got a couple of points. The main one being... Yeah, how Rangers fans feel, how confident Rangers fans are for next season, considering they, they actually were far, far better than Celtic at the weekend there. I, I, I don't know, you'd, you'd have to ask them, I guess, Mark, and 
And there's a lot of As Gordon said I mean the summer could change everything Well I, I know Because last week's game Has no relevance to next year's League title So uh, I don't know How confident Rangers fans I, I tell you what they will feel They'll feel a lot better That they've actually mm. won a game against Celtic This season Because If you go a full season Without beating your rivals In s- over six occasions then that stings a bit for the summer, but I don't know how they're feeling overall. How are you feeling, Michael? It's kind of tough to us, you know, for any of us to answer on behalf of that. What, what are you thinking about your own team and what happens going forward? I mean, I'm actually, I'm actually quite confident. And then one of my points was to disagree with the gentleman who, fellow Celtic supporter, who was talking about Hamanovic. Now, I might be wrong, but I've looked up his stats and he's he's played over thirty games this season, most from the bench. Now, in 17 appearances, he's, he scored five goals and four assists. He's in a position where there's quite a lot of talented players that he's up against. And I don't believe he's one that should be going out the door. I, I, would, I, I wouldn't like to guess how much money James McCarthy's on who should be going out the door. Where does James Forrest's career lie? Having played very, very little games... Now, I know there was a gentleman mentioned Joe Hart. Joe Hart's only 36 years old, and you only need to look at what Craig Gordon is doing at the moment. I know he's, he's, he's had a double leg break, but his age. I don't believe it's time to start looking for replacements for Joe Hart. Yeah, and, I, mean, I think there's some interesting names there, Mark, certainly that, you know, James Forrest an interesting one, because we all know what he's achieved and how good he is, but he's just signed a long term contract didn't he um, so you do wonder what that future looks like David Turnbull's another great one he's got loads of appearances for Celtic this season but they're always off the bench they're starting to dwindle a bit the other name Michael mentions who knows about James McCarthy because again it was a long term contract it's nowhere near over he could not uh, I'm assuming there's a, is there an injury in there as well but he could not couldn't be you're about as far away from the Celtic starting 11 thanks um, but it's we always do this when we approach a summer. Yeah, just move him, 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 and him on. Just move them, on, move them on to where. It's not always that easy. I think in situations uh, like McCarthy, I think the player has got to show the appetite to go and play football. Otherwise, you've made your bed. You need to line it. He's at the club for the remainder of his contract um, because he's never. Let's be honest, never really going to get near uh, an Ange Postecoglou starting eleven. Really. Um, when the players were watching being brought in ahead of him, the way the team's playing. James Forrest's an interesting one because that was a contract given under Ange Postecoglou's watch. He then came in and he showed his worth because he scored a hat-trick this season and he had that wee spurt that and he again, showed. And he's been injured as well, I think, yeah. but still. But injuries at James's age, the injuries have always kind of followed James through and he, he got a period that he got a clean run at it and we saw what a player he was. Outstanding player for Celtic But now he's that bit older The injuries catch up And especially with wingers So you just wonder What the future looks like Ange Postecoglou Said We never stop And that means In terms of refreshing the team But you can't have too many people About the club On high wages Who are just getting Nowhere near the bench Or have very little impact That has got to be moved on It's always constantly Got to be refreshed Celtic manager will be aware of that But It's difficult to move people on if they've got no appetite to be moved on. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, and by the way, 
first and foremost, I, I, I don't point the finger at the player. You know, you're sitting there on a, a a very nice contract. You're not going to leave Celtic and say, yeah, I want to go and play football and I want to leave Celtic because I'm not getting a game and go to a club and not get anywhere near the money that you're on. Of course, it's all about finance now and players are no different. You've got to look after yourself. It's a short career. You've got to look after your family. Um, it's appetite playing football. I think, Mark, I agree with Mark. You'll be sitting there... You know, I think that obviously Celtic will strengthen the summer again. So a lot of those players, i.e., will it be James Forrest going down the pecking order? I wouldn't be in a rush to get rid of Haksabanovic. I still think he's got a bit of offer. You've also got to try and make a uh, little and to bit... To be fair, just on that, I don't th- I'm don't. i not sure Paul, the previous caller, was wanting rid. He was just saying he, he was one that hadn't impressed him when he'd come in to try and yeah. stake a claim in the team. And, and I think that somewhere along the line, hopefully... You've got to leave a little bit of room there to include some of the younger players. Um, Summers, as Mark mentioned there, I like the boy Vata when I've seen him coming off the bench. I think he's he's brought a good uh, bit of energy, a bit of spark to the team as well. So it's a, it's a fine balance, but it's not as easy as supporters think. Right, OK, you're not in the first team, you're not in the first team squad, uh, you need to leave the, the, the ground, you need to get away from Celtic. It doesn't happen that way. You've got a contract. Celtic are giving you the contract. The end of the day, you can sit there and make Celtic honour that contract. It's just up to you if you want to take a drop in wages and go and play football elsewhere, or it's a financial situation. Some interesting names you raise, Michael. Thanks for doing that. That was Michael on 01419511025. We'll try and get these two a full time teaser next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Deal and Mark Wilson are in the building It's that time of the night where you send in a piece of trivia And the pundits try and come up with the answers to your question Between now and the end of the show It's the appropriately named full-time teaser We do it most nights to have a bit of fun And get everyone involved towards the end of the show Your question from the Crazy Pony tonight is a good one I really like it Now you're going to need you're gonna need a, a prop an information sheet, if you like, just yeah. to help you along the way. Anyone who wants to play along at home can just Google it or whatever. Can you name the top scorer in the Scottish Premiership this millennium to represent... E- right, I'm going to word this differently. That sounded. I could see the confusion in your face. I could see the confusion in your face. For each team in the top... For every team in the English Premier League top 10... English Premier League. Mm-hmm. Who's their top scorer this millennium that's also played in Scotland? Okay? So you'll need the English Premier League table maybe to help you. You'll know who's first and second and third and so on. So for Leipzig. So for each team in the top ten of the English Premier League, who's their top scorer this century who's also played in Scotland? Defoe. Four. Well, he's played for that many. It's uh, Spurs. Yes. There we go. See, you put yourself down. Easy, well done Gary McAllister Four Liverpool No Leeds No, they're no, not in the top he's, ten He's not on the list no. no Andy Robertson then uh, No, don't but be he can't s- be far off I know I was going to say don't be silly So who's Scottish is no, so Robbie no, Keane no, no, Bear in mind, right so, no, 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 listen, listen So oh, look at you. Robbie Keane <laughs> Robbie Keane Robbie Keane You must be on there I think I've confused things <laughs> oh no No And he And he has to be Scottish We are, we are not the two no, no, You no, want no, to be confusing things further with So the uh, goal The goals t- <laughs> <laughs> The goals tally is, is here Right So they're the top scorer here 
Right Right. Okay. I'm not wording this one. No, no. It's the crazy pony. I don't think he's, pony I think he's not worded it great either. He says, Can you name the top goal scorer in the Scottish Premiership this millennium to have represented each team in the top 10 of the English Premier League? He's worded it better than me. I shouldn't have tried to change it and be smart. Chris Sutton. There you Chelsea. Uh, not Chelsea. Uh, Black, Blackburn. Uh, <laughs> Blackburn. Blackburn. Chris Sutton. Norwich. Yes, well done. So there we go. So that's why that's a good example <laughs> of why it's the goals that relies on the goals that they scored up here. So can you name the top goal scorer in the Scottish Premiership this millennium to have represented each team in the top ten of the English Premier League? Yeah. The pony worded it better than me. He's still a bit confused, but I think once you hear the answers it, it kinda Makes sense So Mark for instance oh, no. No. Uh, For Spurs Is Jermaine Defoe For Aston Villa It's Chris Sutton Like take Arsenal As an example Who would be The top Scottish Premiership Goal scorer This century Who's represented Arsenal Arteta No Way more goals Than that up here uh, Ian Wright No John Harson. Yes There we go Three down Seven To get <laughs> This has been ah. worded poorly. No, it's, Hold no, on. I, we're just I, getting I, answers here. I don't think it has. I think once you get, I think now that you realise the theme, I think you're going to crack on quite well with it. Don't you worry. You don't need oh, to be. Uh, Brighton's got to be a hard one, is it now? Or is it? Who's, is it? Who's played for Brighton? There is a player who scored 44 goals up here in the Scottish Premiership who's also played for Brighton. But you just need to identify who it is. Anyway. 44 goals played with Brian Right, listen You two get some thinking time You can go quiet Kyle. Because something much more important Than your full-time teaser coming up Clyde One Super Scoreboards Supporting Mental Health Awareness Week Yes, a bit of a change in tone on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard But hopefully you're getting familiar with this Because every night this week it is Mental Health Awareness Week If you didn't know, hopefully we've been able to um, flag that up for you And if you did, well hopefully you've managed to take something away From the guests that we've had on around this time every night Just looking, we've spoken to all sorts of different people Joe McKee who's a uh, Dumbarton player but also works for the Back On Side charity We had SFA ambassador and female referee Isla Buchanan on last night it was someone you know well Mark David Duke From yes. Street Soccer Scotland To do great yep. work uh, Trying to use football To benefit people's Mental health struggles uh, So tonight Going to shift the focus Ever so slightly And be joined by Liam Who's a Motherwell fan He's just a Motherwell fan Doesn't necessarily He's not running any organisations Or anything like that But I thought what might be Quite beneficial um, From Liam Is firstly to welcome him To the show Liam how's it going? Hi, I, I, I'm not too bad, how are you guys? Not bad at all, you're obviously in good company Gordon Deal always telling everyone he's a big Motherwell fan Although some of us are not entirely convinced um, I suppose Liam, what I wanted to get a fan's perspective then is How has football met your mental health struggles and, and, and helped? You know, how, how can football be important? Uh, yeah, I, I think massively um, to be honest um, around the time where things were, were sort of happening with me, and I was I was really vocal um, on social media. I kind of used social media as my my personal blog, to be honest, um, just to kind of let people know how I was progressing. Around that time, I became slightly disillusioned with football, to be honest. Um, wasn't doing very well. Um, had kind of cut myself off from everyone and everything. Um, and it's not really until 
I'm, I was kind of discharged for the hospital that I kind of fell back in love with it again. Um, kind of aided by, I suppose, the support that I received from my football club at Motherwell, um, specifically Aaron Burrows. Um, when I was in the hospital, he reached out to me um, and he was he was fantastic with us and it really highlights just how much a community-based club Motherwell actually are. Um, but yeah, I, I try to go every week where possible um, and it, it really just gives me that sort of Almost cliche, but it couldn't be any truer. Um, that sort of ninety-minute escape for reality, um, where you, you're able to build connections um, and get supports for different people as well. And that's really what's happened for me over the past two years. Um, I've met a lot of good people through football. Um, yeah, so it's it's been massive for me, really. Yeah, and I mean, listen. Of course, Liam, it goes without saying. Only. Only answer in a manner that, that you're comfortable with But to what extent then Did, did things get tough f- for you When you, when you mentioned that, that time When, when Motherwell reached out to you uh, Yeah I, I don't think They could have been much worse to be honest um, I, I think What's important as well we Kind of what I'm going to discuss is we, we we put the words on it To actually sort of break the taboo of what I'm going to speak about But First uh, of April 2021, and then the 4th of April 2021, I tried to take my own life, um, just for a lot of culminating factors. Um, that kind of led to a, a, a sort of hospital admission. So I was in Ward 1 at Russia General for, I think it's 17 days. Um, but at that point, I was given the sort of safety and stability that I needed at that time. Um, but it, it was really apparent for a lot of people because the way I dealt with it at that time um, was to kind of almost let everyone know that um, I, I, that I wasn't doing well. Um, I, I do have regrets around that at that specific point, but I think the way it's played out, I can't really regret it um, because it really helped me get the supports, I suppose, that I needed. And how does that how does that feel to have your football club? Reach out and help Because You know I imagine there are times Where you Maybe at some clubs You, you can just feel like you, you know Just a number And you, you yeah. think You know how, the, the sort of community ethos There at, at Motherwell And how did that feel Actually to have Players and staff And the club And everyone Kind of reach out and help I, I suppose you can't Really believe That it's happening um, Again Specifically Alan um, I've got quite a good Relationship with Alan He was a CEO At Motherwell At that point and I remember, again, didn't deal with it the way I wanted to, but the way I did um, was through Twitter. So had a lot of DMs for sort of players, I suppose all over Scotland as well, but specifically my old players reaching out to us, um, offering things like facilities. Um, I'd, I'd had a recent surgery on my knee um, and I was offered facilities at Malo if I ever wanted to use them, which kind of blew my mind, to be honest, and was really overwhelming that the, the football club that I've supported and I've attended matches with my dad and my friends for, for as long as I can remember were, were reaching out to me uh, and as you say promoting that sort of community ethos that Murrow really do push um, I don't think it's something that you get everywhere else and I think that is what makes Murrow so unique yeah, do you know what's funny? We mentioned this earlier, Liam Completely unintentional I happen to be going to play five-a-sides very badly After work And I've uh, stuck on Motherwell's luminous third kit um, And then it just kind of dawned on me that, that when we were speaking That that was, of course, 
A kit that was launched for charity I think it was Samaritan's Breathing Space Childline Local charity Chris's House yeah. The whole the whole purpose of this strip that I'm wearing by accident um, was actually to encourage fans, you know, who are struggling to to speak up um, and speak out. And I, I suppose this has been a real sore issue, hasn't it, in and around Motherwell and the local community? Because there are unfortunately far too many people that, that didn't get help in time the way that you did. Um, and I just wonder now that that you are sort of here to tell the tale of what, what that's. Why you think that that happens to, to young men, and, and how important it is that people do manage to get the help in time? Yeah, um, I, I, I suppose uh, specifically for, for for young men, um, there is obviously a massive stigma. That stigma is is known across the world. Um, that I, I mean, you're met with, with basic saying, basic sayings, um, men don't cry, um, man up, things like that. Um, so how can you, as a man, feel comfortable and, and sort of opening up about your feelings when you're met with that sort of defeatist attitude? It almost becomes impossible. Um, and it's not until you actually realise that the attitudes and the, the, the sort of values are now starting to shift um, that it, it becomes a lot easier. Because um, if you are keeping things inside, you're not vocalising things, you're not getting yourself out there socialising, speaking to your friends, then you're not going to look for support for maybe your GP or the NHS or the stuff that is going to help you, the practitioners that are going to have a good effect and sort of changing that journey for you. Um, yeah, so I do think it's, it's certainly met because there is, there is a stigma and I think that stigma more so than anything really has to change. Yeah, important advice uh, from Liam. And just before we let you go, Liam, how are you now? How are things? As you know, you talk about football and getting back into it and giving you a purpose and all that sort of thing. Is life treating you well? Uh, yeah, well, I, we're getting there. There's been changes over the two years. It's, it's certainly, and I, I do want to say this as well. It's not plain sailing. Do you know what I mean? If if you can that two years ago, you're you're still going to have your your, your bad days as well. It's how you then manage the bad days. Um, it's not a, a sort of one size fits all. You, you just need to find the things that work for you. So for me, that's football, that's exercising, it's socialising with friends, and it's it's finding the people and the support networks in my life, the people that will dig me out when when when, when things aren't going too well. And if it wasn't for those things that I, I've just listed, it could be a, a different story. But um, over the course of two years, um, obtained a new job, a job which has had a massive influence on my mental health as well because I, I, I do enjoy it. Um, I've, I've recently just moved out of the house as well. I've moved in with my long-term partner. Um, oddly enough, pretty much two years on from, from both of those attempts. So I, I suppose my message is things can get better. They might not be perfect, but you just need to take your time with it. You will find a balance if, if that's what you want um, And I, su- I suppose the, the saying that I kind of remind myself of Is um, If you want to cross the ocean First you need to build your boat So you need to have the foundations in place That get you to um, Get you to the place Where you want to be Liam, superb, honestly Really I'm in awe of you coming on and, and putting that across so well, so effectively And I, I'm absolutely certain That that will speak to a lot of people Who are listening tonight So thank you very much 
No, thank you very much for your time as well. I'm a big fan of the show, so I'm I'm delighted to be able to come on and, and spread a message that's that's so important. Well, you've just made the show a whole lot better, that's for sure. Thank you very much. That was Liam on the line. Just the latest in our Mental Health Awareness Week features. More of that tomorrow night, and we'll get back to talking football teasers and all the rest of it next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here Yes I know this teaser is difficult wording of the question But I think once you start getting into the swing of things with the answers You will progress Can you name the top goal scorer in the Scottish Premiership this millennium To have represented each team in the top 10 of the English Premier League So it's one for each club So as an example If I'm to say to you Arsenal You say to me John Hartson And that is correct Yes? Yes, yes I said that to you Great You've also got Jermaine Defoe for Spurs Chris Sutton Actually ticks the Aston Villa box Believe it or not So mm. Does Larson tick the Man U box? Well of course he does Right okay Absolutely Because who on earth Is going to have played for Man U But scored more goals in Scotland Than Henrik Larson What, and he, what here's, about Here's a Brentford what about, one Oh Brentford On you go Christopher Ayer Exactly Yep because there's no one else He's only got four What about the Newcastle one Alan Thompson No Oh, oh. no Has he not played for Newcastle yeah. The Newcastle one <laughs> Is a cracker Because he scores a lot of recent goals up here But you've just forgotten That he, he represented Newcastle Maybe Once Or a handful of times I thought it was Alan Thompson I mean I really I recently a... In fact it would be the most Like recent Player And relevant and uh, Yeah recent not relevant The most recent name on this mm. Not even a, He's not Well okay This will be, might be the clue That gives it away mm. He's not a striker Not even close to a striker but he still scores a lot of goals. Centre back. Full back. Tavernier. Tavernier. Tavernier's played for Newcastle. Oh, yes. Yeah, two league two appearances. Two league I think. appearances. I wouldn't have got that. Ever. I got it. Unless you get well, six really. of the top ten in England. Craig Foy sent me in. He knows the answer to your Brighton one. Uh, what about John Collins' film? Mm, no. Uh, Ross McCormick. Great shout, Mark. That was a good effort. Thanks, <laughs> that's, that's so patronising. No, I was impressed with that. Right, okay. Um, uh, give me another film one then. Oh, it's Stephen Johansson. No. Davis. Stephen Davis, well done. <sighs> Not doing too well. Three to get. We'll try and get them before the end of the show. Let's start hearing a bit about the, the relegation battle. I'm quite into this. I like this. St. Johnson going to Kilmarnock this weekend. Steve McLean, Derek McInnes, I don't think they're quite on the same wavelength uh, with some of their comments. Let's hear from Stephen McLean first. We're in the driving seat. We're, we're, we're ahead of Kilmarnock, ahead of Ross County, ahead of Dundee United. So it's, it's what we do. We can control our performance and then hopefully the results will follow. Yeah, it'll be difficult, but they're there for a reason. Uh, they're, they're below us for a reason. They've conceded a lot of goals at home as well. So we know what we need to do uh, and we'll go and win the game. Listen, the club uh, need to be in the Premier League and we will be in the Premier League. And we'll go into Kamarak at the weekend and we're going to go and win the game. Simple as that. And then what will be after that will be. Well, and here's how. And uh, you don't you usually. Like that? I, I do like that because, you know, well, young uh, interim managers are usually cagey. But no, not him. Mm. <laughs> he's, he's out there. He's bullish. I think he's, his team would like to hear that. Put an awful lot of pressure written up on his players. <laughs> but good uh, on him. And here's how Terry McInnes responded. 
I've just watched Steve McLean's press and he said that they won't get relegated and they're coming here and they will win the game on Saturday. So it's hard to guarantee that as any manager. All I can guarantee is we'll be ready for a, a tough game and we'll do all we can to win a game of football. And if we win the game, um, then it helps for cause, there's no doubt about it. Those are quite bold comments then from a opposition manager. Yeah, so, but no, I think uh, every day's... Um, deals with it and looks at that whatever way they want but from my point of view as a manager you can't guarantee anything all you can guarantee is your team's going to work for the right result and uh, that's what we're looking to try and do if we can build on the second half performance particularly last Saturday if we can get something close to a 90 minute performance of that second half we'll be uh, we'll give ourselves a real chance of getting the positive result that we're all looking for we're really looking forward to the game but I'm looking forward to the end of the game as well with a win you know that's what we're here for and it's Saturday was much better after the game driving home we're at three points but you quickly move on to the next one and the next one it's an opportunity for both teams to win the game Are those comments something you will feed through to your players? Uh, I've not decided yet Take that as a yes yeah, of course, of course it's a yes. Keep a wee eye on the dugouts on Saturday. Th- that's a old classic experience and experience. That's what it is. And you can go either or. Um, Derek's played it down very well. Experienced manager knows, been round the block. McLean's went in there, all guns blazing. I like that. Good positive attitude. Got an eye in that game. Mm. Yeah, I must admit. I don't think he's been Stephen McLean. I don't think he's been disrespectful to Kilmarnock. I don't think he's playing down Derek McInnes's side. He's stating facts about it. It's, it's just still a different bold, way, isn't it? Oh, it's I still without bold. doubt, and he knows he's in there. You know, the, for, what was it? They're, could, they're blows for a reason. Yeah. That, that's, but, but that's a fact. Studs are showing though. That's a fact. Mm, I would say. Um, he might but, have won the ball, but the studs were yeah, showing. Yeah, I and, think, he, and he'll know Derek. But Daz is right. Derek, experience, been there, done it. He's handling it the right way. He's he doesn't need to feed it to his players. His players will be well aware of it at the minute. Um, uh, that'll be a good one to watch. I it am, will be. I I'm, I'm fascinated because I obviously get the the place that it comes from. Where Stephen McLean says we will be in the Premiership next season, and ultimately, if they do, obviously people can say, "Yeah, well, well, you know what he said he would, and he did well done to him." It just do, do you need to go that that strong when you are? Three points above the playoff spot. If Kilmarnock were to win that game at home at the weekend, yeah, St Johnston are in deep bother. Dundee go to Livingston. That table could look completely different at five o'clock on Saturday night. I'm not so confident. After watching them last weekend, they just don't like a uh, don't look a team to me that if you put pressure on them can defend. They'll lose goals. Um, but the managers decided to go down the road of. I'm not going to be negative. Everything's confidence. Let's see if these players react. It's big few games coming up for them. Mm. Yeah, it certainly is. And at the same time, Mark, a win just for St. Johnson would end all of this. That yeah. would put them onto thirty nine points and, and it, it would be it would be all over. Well that, that will be it. and and if Stephen McLean does get a result there, then we all go, you know what? He was right and he had the courage to back his, his own statements. Um you know the and everybody looks at him in a different light. You know, he realises he's got a job to do in a very short space of time. He's got to make a big mark, a big impression. If he does one, by the way, he's in the driver's seat to get that job permanent. If he gets beat, then of course there's egg in his face and we're all standing here going, well, that wasn't quite the right thing to say. That is the fine lines of being a manager and how you conduct yourself in the media. It's such a big part of the game now. 
Not just tactics And trying to get the belief Through to his players though as well Well get the belief Through to his players But the fans as well Thinking yeah we have got The right guy We've got the right spokesman Who speaks up for our club And backs us But if it goes the other way The fans are saying This guy's just went A bit the wrong way Fine lines in management Nowadays Right let's Well I'm really looking forward To that relegation battle This weekend Let's finish off the tease On Nathan Nathan's got the bit between his teeth. He knew James Tavernier before yeah. you two. So we're going let's go through the other clubs. So for Man City, who is the who's the top Scottish Premiership scorer this century? Uh, this millennium, as, as the pony says, who's represented Man City at some point? Well, it's got to say Bellamy, but it's not him. No Bellamy. Oh represented Manchester City. Mm-hmm. Oh Roberts? No. Oh same team as him though. But he scored a lot more than Patrick Roberts did. Say. No, for that, the goals are here. Sorry, for Celtic man. Um, scored a lot more goals than Sinclair. Yes, Scott Sinclair. Scott Sinclair. Well done. Okay, you've still not given me We've got Brighton and Brighton Liverpool. and Liverpool. Come on, Brighton. Is Charlie Adam? Yes, Charlie Adam is Liverpool. Ch- Charlie Adams in every full time ah, teaser. Good shout. Well right. done, Brighton. Brighton. So you're looking for who's the top Scottish Premiership scorer this millennium who's also played for Brighton? It's a very niche. There only really is one answer to this. Gordon Greer. Oh, what a good shout! This guy scored more goals than Gordon Greer. Kyle, no. Former Motherwell. Oh, Jamie Murphy. Jamie oh, Murphy. No. Well done. That was a good one. I liked that. In the end, it was good. I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. Thank you to Mark and Gordon, first and foremost. But more importantly, thank you for listening and tweeting and calling. Uh, big thanks to Liam as well for joining in on Mental Health Awareness Week. I mean, so much so that since that call, producer Chris has been on the phone to people who are actually calling in just to see where they can get help so genuinely that, that's Brilliant. the type of of reason that we do it um, amidst all the madness there is a, a bit of seriousness goes on in here sometimes so uh, thanks again we will be back tomorrow Kenny Miller Fraser Wishart both here from 6 o'clock previewing what is bound to be a blockbuster weekend in Scottish football and Callum Gallagher is up next <laughs>